Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, where we mix business, law of attraction, spirituality, and well-being with great guests and phenomenal stories. You'll hear hints, tips, and up-to-the-minute information on digital communication from an expert in her field. Pearl has some wonderful individuals in her networks, and she will be interviewing them all at some point in the future. Enjoy your listening. Hello and welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. Uh, once again, I'm speaking to a very, very special lady as part of the International Women's Day series that I'm running throughout March. And if someone's listen to, listening to this and you think, yes, I have a story to share, I need to be part of this project, please reach out, connect with us, reach out to me and I can make sure you're brought in because we're aiming, I've set the intention, I've put it out there to the universe 500 empowered, inspired ladies by the 31st of March. But back to the wonderful, inspirational, empowering lady that I am interviewing today. Today, I am speaking to the wonderful Sana Edland. Sana, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pearl. It's really a pleasure to be here. And um, I'm so great wonderful to connect with you thank you thank you what i'm going to do first sana is i'm going to go back as i say to each and every one of my guests this whole project started with a post on social media so i go back to your social media profiles and i'm going to read the description because any listener will then resonate with exactly what you do and your introduction is so special sana's profile says I guide women who want to be and create more in life. And she is a transform transformational life coach. So welcome, Sana. It's just a wonderful profile you have there. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I um I feel so honored to to work with with these women and it's been my own my own journey to come to realize that we are all so much more than we think we are. And we have so much more potential inside of us that, that we so many times do not always tap into because we also will have this other part that will stand in the way and doesn't allow us to really see it all. And, uh, my my journey to to becoming a transformational life coach, I feel because a life coach is is obviously um, I'm helping guide people in in any area of their life really, and I've I see that our, our life as as a tree, not a straight road as we so much may have grown up with this perception of that we start here and then we go to school, then we go to university, then we do this and then we have a job, 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 and then we retire and, and maybe we get married and have children. But our life, it's like this beautiful tree and, and it grows all these different branches. And um, we just, I found for myself, is just to follow, it's an inner guidance that will guide us to to what 
really is for us. And that whole thing of, of trusting, of trusting that as well. And I, looking back, of course, my I pull from my whole life in this work because the work that I'm doing is about mindset. It's, it's about self-love. It's about feeling the value of ourselves. Yes, there are strategies and, and you goal setting maybe in, in terms of seeing something and knowing and, and maybe breaking down into steps for people just starting off, especially just starting off where they may not be as much in touch with their intuitive guidance. But beyond the, the really the deeper is is the deeper psychology that's it's our our um, emotional intelligence that's it, there's so much that is our driving force that is subconscious and um, start off I I was actually I live in in the United States now in New Orleans but I was born and raised in Gothenburg Sweden. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember going through, I think, the, the, I feel like the beginning of this whole personal growth and everything happened when I, I started high school and I had a, a huge major identity crisis, which is not unusual for a 16-year-old. But, and, and that was so painful for me. I was going through like three months. I remember feeling extremely a lot of pain about life and everything. But ultimately, it's one of those things where when we can change our perspective of things. And I went to talk to somebody who helped me see my strengths and helped me see what was going right in my life, that we can change it and we can bring it back to ourselves and I was able to just shift things and and got to know myself at that time to such a deep and and really beautiful level. And from there, I um, I went on to go and, and just do a short stint. So that would be my first career move. It wasn't really a career, but after high school in Sweden, the the guys were always doing military service. They had to, so it was it was common to to go and do a year abroad as an au pair, and that's what I did. I went to New York, and because I wanted to improve my English, and because that was my second language, so I lived with a family in New York City, and uh, which was really very expansive. I came from from Sweden, where everybody pretty much had the same background. If I look globally now, now I feel like, you know, I have a different perspective. And then coming to a city like New York, where there were so many people from all different countries. And it was, it was so fascinating to me. I felt like I grew leaps and bounds, just, just being around all these people from so many nationalities and, and also to live outside my own country and realize that what it felt like to be to be the outsider to be the one who was not from there it, it gives you a humbleness and and a different perspective and then i went back to university studies in sweden and and ended up being pulled back after that back to new york again to visit some but i'd always wanted to i have this desire to explore acting yeah. 
So I actually ended up enrolling into an acting school there while I was I, I was allowed to also work in, in so I was picking a job in a restaurant. And uh, I realized years, years later, working with a mentor, I realized that doing that, that, that need that I have for acting, which was, was really, um, it was so deep for me, for my own soul journey, because I had had this problem with pushing down my feelings all the way down to my toes. Like I was not in touch with my feelings and well, the good feelings. Yes. But the sadness or the anger and, you know, we, we, we get a lot of these things from, from where we grow up from, we, we were so impressionable as children with our parents and, and our school. And we, we take that in. And, and so there will be things as a little child, as a four-year-old, we, we take our own interpretation of something that's said. And so we may close off parts of ourselves because we feel like people can't handle maybe certain emotions. But I, I felt that doing that acting, it was, it was like this, my soul was pulling me there and saying, you need to go here. You need to really grow in this area. Yeah. And so I did. I was able to have big emotions. And it was easier in the beginning because I got to portray somebody else. So it was mine and it was allowed and it was a permission. It was a permission to have those emotions that that I felt couldn't be handled or I felt were uncomfortable. And uh, I, I do remember that one of my acting teachers saying that, that actors do what other people, other people in terms of emotions, negative emotions are like a hot stove, she said. Most people shy away from that and we have to go and embrace it like this. And so it's interesting now as a life coach, because I also found that a lot of, a lot of this with my, my uh, journey to really become a master in my own craft, because I have to grow in order so that I can lead and guide others is the whole thing that there, some of, some of the things we struggle with is the fact that we don't, we feel uncomfortable with feeling our feelings because they hurt and, and, and it's not our fault. It's not our fault. And there's nothing wrong with us. We are actually wired that way in our mind to, or a brain to seek pleasure and avoid pain, seek pleasure, avoid pain. It's like, that's, that's our, that's our, our deepest wiring for our survival. Yeah. We were supposed to do that. And, and there's so much that we're wired for that, that is, is made sense a long time ago. Like it served us well for a long time in the history of mankind. Also the whole fact that we're, we're, we're looking for what's wrong if we don't pay attention instead of looking for what's right, what's going right. We have a tendency if we're not paying attention that'll it and again it's not our fault and so 
So it's like in, in this modern age now, with everything that we have going on, we have, we have, we live and we don't live with the same danger like people lived back in the days. We don't have tigers we have to watch out for or dangers things. It's, it's, it's different. And it, it's so it's, it's a time where we actually are better served with starting to shifting that mindset that is on autopilot. And so, so that, that I found for myself, it's been really powerful yeah. in my life. And I, um, uh, so, so with, Going through, well, to go back, I was, after acting school, I, I, while I was doing that, I also actually ended up meeting somebody and falling in love. And that's why I ended up staying in the United States, got married, had two beautiful daughters. And, and then um, we ended up, he got a job offer, so we had to leave New York City. We went to Colorado and then ended up eventually coming down here to New Orleans. And through all that, there is that whole also of, of learning to do that inner shift when you're moving and you're every time we move and take on new jobs or take on a new city, there is, there is, we, we're going through this shifting within us, yeah. uh, going outside our comfort zone because we're, we're not in and we're not in the comfort where we're not in what we know, but it also helps us grow as well. And the same thing with, with becoming a parent, that's a big one, yeah. becoming a, getting married, starting a business. And we, well, he, he started a, a gallery, gallery business down here in New Orleans. And I, I felt blessed when we had our daughters that that we made as a family made enough money that I could actually focus and be be a mom and be a full-time mother for my daughters when they needed me when they were young which was what I loved because I've always loved children as well and it's been close to my heart and I so I was very grateful that I got to do that yeah. with them. And there was a lot of, a lot of fun moments that we had. So, and, and that is one part where I feel as women, it's something that I struggled with myself of feeling because it is not paid that society and large, it's not looked as a career or anything like that. But on the other hand, when you look at it from a different perspective, it is really um, one of the most important yeah. important occupational jobs there is. I and mean, you're actually raising the human beings. You're you're there for your children, and it, it's 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 not your regular job. It, it is a passion. It's 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 a life. It's a life that you have with your children. But it is work, and I always feel 
because I went on after that to to also start working with mothers with newborns and um, especially with triplets and twins and also doing coaching for parents. And I, I always feel, I always told my clients there that to, to just remind them how important it is, how remind them how important it is that work and to feel to feel what they're doing that it matters greatly and so that they don't discount that because I feel it's it's easy to when you're in that position to feel the part that feels the need sometimes to do something else just because that is that part that I'm not working or I'm not doing anything for whoever that might resonate with. And I, and I'm not saying it's, it, I, I have, I also understood, I also know that there are women who feel very much that they want to keep working. They want to have that. Um, and that's important to them. And I think that then that's what they should do. I feel this, these are the areas where we have to really, look within ourselves and do what what is really what we feel that we need to do for ourselves and of course there is there is a balancing act when when you're considering your children too but but there are ways i see now there are ways so many ways that you can still do something even when you have children and especially now with online that was not available when I had my children. It was not available. And that's so beautiful because now there's all, there's a whole door opening up for mothers to do something in the comfort of their own home. And, and that is incredible because I think it is also important for us when we have children that we maintain ourselves as well. We can, I, so looking back, I can see that there were part times when I got lost, lost in the whole thing because I focused too much on my husband and my children. Yeah. And uh, so it's that of, of the balancing, right? I Isn't completely, that? completely, completely agree there. I took 10 years out when I had my children and when I'm looking at my CV, my resume to go back to work, I have these 10 years. And like you've said, as as a homemaker, as a mother, sometimes we don't realise just how much we do as that. And we have transferable skills that we can take back to the workplace. We are project managers. We are teachers and trainers. We are nurturers. We are home economists where we're actually we're working with a budget all these different things we're the chief financial officer we look after all the bill paying and everything so when we look at it and we think think to ourselves oh i just brought up the children there's no just about it there's so many skills that we juggle and literally yeah. we're the ceo we are the founder of that home we look after and bring everyone together. So it is it's a massive, massive thing to realise. And something you said at the very start when you started speaking, it really resonated with me. 
you said about the acting where you get to play with emotions and you get to live out those emotions that you sometimes hold within. Do you find when you came to do the life coach work, because of the work you've done with acting, was it easier to look at yourself and actually understand where those emotions were and learn how to work with them? Yes, I I think so, because I I already had the experience of feeling that that painful emotion and being okay with it. And granted it it was different because it was my own emotions. So it there wasn't the whole the would the difference in the acting was that I would have to feel maybe the pain if you're gonna cry or, or you're getting angry, you're feeling the hurt. But then with the acting, right after the scene, you'd be like, oh, yes, nail that one. But <laughs> it's your own life. You don't get to, you don't have those moments. However, the more I felt like I'm doing the inner work, there's been this, and I had to, I've had this wonderful, amazing mentor that, that helped me to do the inner child work and, and work with the called shadow parts, these parts that we've, that we've disowned because we as children got the message that that wasn't really desired. So we kind of hidden some of these, like for me it was one needy part to be, to have, to be needy. Um, and then, and, and it's in our subconscious. We don't know it exists until we start to, to do a practice of awareness, of mindfulness, of awareness, and asking when we have painful emotions coming up and asking what, where our thoughts are at. And we may not even hear it in the beginning. It may take a while because, um, so, so yes, to get back to your question, yes, to, to sit and feel the emotions I had done I realized how much work I had done before in terms of being okay with feeling big feelings and not feeling like a hole was going to open up in front of me and going to be swallowed alive, which is what I felt when I was a, a kind of a 12 year old and like, Oh, I can't, this is too much. Uh, but I was, I was no longer. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have that fear of the emotion. I actually, was very much on a mission to completely know myself, yeah. to know myself because we, we can only, it's like anything in life. We can only master the things that we know and that we, we can only know it if we, if we research but it's more than research and knowing here that we really see it and experience and practice it and so with ourselves, we can only know it's like that saying to thine own self be true well you can only be true to yourself if you know who yourself are which is why some when we don't focus on that we can get so confused in life because we're following this the which they sometimes refer to as the ego, egoic mind, the ego part. That is, that's the part, the personality part that we've created. And a lot of times we created it because these were the parts that we got the message, like this was all that was okay, that everybody liked. And this, and 
So this is how I'm going to act and behave because then I know that people will like me. And so it's, it's not bad. It serves us well. And it's, it, it's, it has served us well growing up and everything to fit in and to be a part of. And we have, that's such a deep, deep part of being human. We yeah. want so desperately to belong, to be part of a tribe. It, it's also something that's hardwired in us. And back in the days, if you got cast out by the tribe, that was a death sentence. You you really couldn't survive on your own. Yeah. So we have this, it's nothing wrong with us again. It's like, yes, we feel this, like we, we don't want to be criticized because we want to belong. And, and But the beauty with getting to know ourselves, we can start to say, we can start to actually be, curious about what's going on where our thoughts are and if we have this sense of well I don't want to be criticized by this person we can even ask well do I even want to belong here because it might not be we these people might not resonate really with us and we may not feel like we can be ourselves or or that they bring out the best in us and so we don't have to belong with everybody it's okay that's that part too that we can see that it's i i've found for myself and i see this with other people that the more we allow ourselves to belong with ourself yeah. and self the more we'll attract the people that are for us yeah and i find the more work you do on yourself and sometimes it can be hard. It's that thing that gets to the pit of your stomach and you feel you're really squirming against it. That's when you have to do the most work. And when you do it, the growth, you just skyrocket because once you do that growth, it's almost like you attract all the right people and everything you're trying desperately hard not to do. That's the yeah. most important thing that you need to do. And you have yeah. all this massive growth from it. I mean, do you find that? I mean, you must find that in the work you do with all your um, clients. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's it's. Somebody was calling saying this where it's right before you have a breakthrough, you have a breakdown, and it, it's almost that where you feel it's this field you you get into where it it it's like starts to really make you feel extremely uncomfortable where you're almost jumping out of your, you feel like you're going to jump out of your skin almost. And now I can see that it, it is, again, it's the part of us that's holding us back. It's the part of us that needs to be perfect, that needs to show up a certain way. That part is not comfortable with stretching outside the comfort zone. But what I found is the soul, the soul is the driving force that is like, I need, I need to grow. I came here or I came here to expand. I came here to, to explore this life and I know who I am and I know my value. That's what I feel when I connect with my soul and my heart. And then the other part, and, and that's what I find also, it's so yeah. important realize that whatever we're feeling it's not all of us like yeah. if we're feeling sad it's 
it's really powerful to say that we're feeling that we're can feel that a part of us is sad. Yeah. Not that all of us are and get swallowed into it because if we can see that it's just a part of us that's gotten triggered and a part of us that's feeling this and to not judge it, then we can also start to talk to that part or start to, to explore things because we're not emerged in the whole thing. And it makes a difference doing the work. And I, I, I think, I think I feel, you know, having daughters too, that are also of the younger generation. I do. I do feel, I know that there is a little more of a, a difference for them because, because of, of this iPhones, because of the social media, because of, and, and all the movies, everything is at their fingertips. You Google something, it's at the fingertips. And so we have instant access. So it becomes this part too, where they're feeling like they need instant, instant instantaneous, instant gratification. Yeah. And it's harder to, they're not used to waiting. Even I can sense that sometimes you're, you're wondering where something is loading and I have to remind myself okay, a few seconds is not too long for this whole thing to go up to the satellite and then come back down again. But we get, it's like we're getting so used to. And so I I know for them, it's, it's, it's like they also, I feel there may be some, a lot of young people who have the misconception of that, life somehow that feeling uncomfortable and feeling some kind of emotional pain like there's something wrong but there doesn't have it's it a lot of times in the growth zone there is uncomfortable feelings and there is nothing wrong with it and so of course the question is what feelings are the right uncomfortable feelings or right but and and what what feelings are the feelings that are telling me that I really should move away from this situation. And, and that is, that's the intuition. That's the deeper part that will let us know that because when I connect to that part, then I can also connect that part as the part that is steady. And that part will be like, it's okay. You're feeling, you're feeling a little uncomfortable. You're you're, you're growing. That's okay. And it will also say, this doesn't resonate with me. I'm going to move away from this. And this is where I want to head. It, it's, it's so beautiful because we have this whole guidance system within us. But it's very quiet. It's more of a, a quiet, hello, I'm here. It's not loud. Like the, the judging part is very loud. Yeah. Well, Actually, before we start to listen to ourselves, it may not even be that loud. We may not even hear it, but it is the part that is echoing some strong negative feelings. Yeah, and I think for any any young girl, any young woman listening to this interview, and to bring it back to the International Women's Day theme, it's learning 
to get to know your intuition. That little voice that is saying, be careful, be careful and know what it's like. I talked about that thing that the pit in the stomach. Yes, it might be that you're, you have to work on yourself to grow, but it also might be that little voice on your shoulder that's saying this isn't right. Be careful. Heed those warnings, because I'm sure you and I could have ex- could bring numerous examples where we haven't heeded intuition and we've learned to our cost that we should have done. And as soon as I'd say to anyone listening, if you can connect to your intuition as early as possible, it will serve you in good stead for your career, for your life choices to actually help you move forward. But do you find that? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I I would add to that too, that it is it's it's really helpful for for getting more in touch with intuition to in the beginning, exactly what you're saying, in the beginning it will be this where we will maybe sometimes follow it, but sometimes not, and then seeing and being wait a minute I knew that yeah and to in that moment instead of beating ourselves up and start be like berating on ourselves why didn't I listen to myself I knew better we will have that part that will want to do that but instead to just be curious and have compassion with ourselves and realize that we didn't hear it compassion for ourselves is really powerful and I know it's easier said than done but it's like every anything else that we've talked about here, it is not a magical pill that you can take and just get instantaneously. It's like anything else in life, it's practice, practice. And then you get progress when you, you, so, so when you hear that or you look back and say, I didn't follow it to, more remembering go back and remember what it sounded like so that you can actually get to know it more even if it's in hindsight yeah Uh, really helpful as well because that will then serve you going forward and and to and and the best way to to if there is any questions is to get quiet in stillness and just listen within And I think it is. I think the more you start to plug into your intuition and recognize what it is and those messages and you act on them, the more your vibration rises, the more you connect with aligned people and you don't realize it to begin with. And then that's where I say my favorite word, synchronicities. And you might find the same word is mentioned by five people in one day. And you suddenly think, this is my tribe. These are my people that I need to be with because you're resonating at that level. You've understood your intuition and you've thought, yes, that little message on your shoulder has said, yes, this is the person that I need to connect with. And that's when you start to flow. All the messages come in and you grow and you're then connected to all these people that think like you. But that that can be hard to do. But once you get to it, it's wonderful. But also be aware once you get there, you don't always stay there because there's always more work to be done on ourselves so we can rise higher. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's always more work. And that's where I feel like, um, you know, uh, yes, the work or, or the path, it, the growing is never done. And 
but that's a beautiful thing. It's, yes. it's, it's that for me, it's so powerful when you shift the perspective instead of having this, that I need to get to a goal line. And then it's like, then I'm, cause then I will be, well, what, what is it? Usually it is that we feel, well, then I'll be good enough or I'll be worthy or I'll, I'll feel like I've achieved this. It's to rather flip it around and just feel that we already have to know that we already have the worth, the value. We can, t- we can actually claim it right here, right now. And to see that growth, that's, that's what life is about. It's growing. And so the tree is going to want to keep on growing. And, and it's just, we just keep going on this path. And, and what I've found for myself is the soul wants to keep on stretching. Yes. It wants to keep on growing. And so when it's done this, then it wants to do the next thing. So yes, it's going to be the next. So here the comfort zone expands, but then it wants to keep going. It's not, it doesn't feel, it doesn't want to be stagnant because it's that where it's like it's growing or we're contracting. And and it's okay to, to have, because sometimes we can have this where we contract before we grow even more. Like you were saying, go through that. So it's, it's, it's to also realize that we're, like you were saying, we're, we're not going to be done. And it's okay to go through some more of the growing pains and to feel again, like, okay, now I want to do this. And I don't know how to do this. Um, but instead of feeling like it's something wrong because we don't know how to do it or that we are, that's, that's the part that wants to be perfect again and saying, well, I want to be on top of everything and know everything because I know all these things. It's okay. It's okay to, to be the beginner and in this next part where we don't see it clearly yet. But we can all, but but it's powerful tapping into the vision of it, yeah. And then move. And all the work we do, we start with those foundations, and you look back and you think, yes. But every time we grow, we're adding to those foundations. We're learning again, and like we said, when we when you use the word contract, when you can contract back, when you go back and you start growing it's quicker because you don't forget everything you've already learned. I mean, if everything was wonderful, we'd be so high, literally people would have to grab us and pull us down because we'd start to float almost. So it's almost, it's finding that happy medium where, yes, we're growing. We know where we are and we're connecting with the right people that we need to work with that resonate at the same level as us. But knowing that we need those down days as well, because sometimes that's our our higher self that's the intuition saying no you've done enough now have a rest and don't keep going and otherwise that's when we hit burnout as well (laughs) yes yes yeah and it's it's interesting too how everything it's almost the growing part is also like a spiral that's going up so we'll feel like well I feel like I'm coming back to I'm back to where this is I I've felt this before like it's like boy, after all this and I'm still here, but we really are not. We are further up. Yeah, We're feeling the same, but like you were saying, it's different. It is different. And, and I found myself to that. 
it, it's very, it's again, like how we think about things, what perspective we choose to, to, to take on what's going on in our life. And that was the most powerful thing to, for me to realize was that my thoughts was not the absolute truth of everything yeah. to, to be curious about my thoughts and to question whether they were valid or not, whether they were serving me or not, was so powerful. It was such a transformational moment when I, and I would, it was probably several moments in the beginning, but, but it was a short period of time when I just really could see that. And I started to just question and, and think about, wait a minute, do I want to think that way? And yeah pivot and it's yeah it's 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 amazing it's amazing it is and I think everyone listening to this will resonate with absolutely everything you've said and it will empower it will inspire and it will lead each and every one of us to think where am I in that vortex where am I going up and what work do I need to do? What is my intuition telling me that I need to work on next? And it's almost going back to when you started, when you said about those acting qualities to deal with that. Maybe we should all learn to do that and almost put ourselves in an acting position and almost portray someone else when we need to feel into an emotion, if that's going to make it easier, that when we visit it as ourselves... We've already experienced it, so it's not quite as scary. It it makes you more prone to do the work if you can almost put a different mask on and be someone else when you first meet those emotions. Yeah. Yeah, as you mean when you first meet the emotions and everything. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it, the, the most important thing I think I have felt in my own journey with with the, the uncomfortable feelings that I've had is to is to embrace them, to just meet them. Yeah. They they it, it's the whole part of us that wants to run away from them that that actually perpetuates the because they don't go away. When we try yeah. to push them, they don't go away. They just come back again. And and it, the way I see it is. Life is just set up to keep bringing up whatever needs to really be come back home and needs to those parts that needs to be heard. And so it's the same with fear. Also, if we have fear with doing something that we know that we deep inside really desire to do, that feel I, we feel a yearning, but then we have a part that goes, Whoa, wait a minute. No, that's scary. And it, it's to meet that feeling, to meet that feeling and to just let it just be and and not run away from it because it will shift. It does shift when we do that. Yeah. When we do. Definitely. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to ask you now, Sana. You have hit on so many wonderful topics and far more than we can cover just in one hour. I'm going to invite you back if your schedule allows 
I would love you to come back and we can explore some of these topics almost in an episode on its own because we cannot do it justice in just one hour. We've crammed such phenomenal insight and inspiration in it. Would you come back and be a guest again on the podcast, please? I would love to. I would love to. This is this is my this is my mission. This is my passion. This is my it's it's been for myself and I want to, you know, I'm this is my work that I'm doing already and I want to bring it out even more into the world to to help guide and give to others what was given to me by my mentors and and the people that helped me in the beginning because it is it's such an amazing shift in our life when we can when we shift within ourselves yeah definitely definitely now we're almost at the end of our hour so i'm going to ask you the question that i have asked every lady to close this interview this series is all about International Women's Day and most people that understand that will know that there is always a theme that encompasses each year and this year 2021 the theme is Choose to Challenge. So with that in mind Sana could you please share what does Choose to Challenge mean to you please? Yes well it means to challenge the perspective that we have on success and happiness because I, I find that it's it's really powerful to shift it from the old perspective of success is something that is a uh, a goal that we have to reach with the money, with the career, with the X amount of money. Uh, I mean, with, with the, the marriage maybe, and, and all these things or yeah. accolade awards. And that happiness is what we will have when we have those things. Yeah. And if those things are taken away from us, then, it, that's that's where it leaves us very dependent on the outside world but to rather realize that it's from the inside that it's an in happiness is an inside job it's something which and the success will on the outside will come yeah. when we shift it within ourselves but then it will come from we will again like we were talked about before we will attract it we will attract what is for us at soul level not from the ego because that's going to attract things that really is not what we really want it's what we think we want but the soul knows what we what's for us it it it's it's it just it's beautiful and it's it's i know it sounds esoteric too for for maybe some people but it really is and and when i talk about all these more the spiritual aspect of course i am not talking about religion i'm talking about a part of us yes yes we are yeah most yeah. definitely and that is such a fantastic message to end on because we have literally come full circle we've we've done we've completed this hour and it just leaves me to say so thank you so much 
for sharing those golden nuggets, for sharing the pearls of wisdom. And I cannot wait for when you are here again as my guest to share your knowledge with the listeners. Uh Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pearl, for having me. It's been a really wonderful, wonderful, wonderful hour. And I wonderful to connect with you. And I, I really think this is so one amazing what you're doing. I Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just doing what I'm guided to do. And it's bringing me into contact with wonderful ladies like yourself. So that's I'm here to serve and give others a voice. And in doing that, it means I've met you. And for that, I say a massive, massive thank you. So thank you, Sana. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast. We hope you have enjoyed the content shared. Please share with others who would like to enjoy these interviews and discussions. If you would like to support the podcast, please follow the link in the episode description. If you want to be a guest on the show, reach out and let's discuss next steps. Until the next time, enjoy your listening.